All right, Ambush, and today we are joined by a multi-award nominated, a, a chart-topping, an artist who has recently hit the CBC Searchlight atop a one hundred. She is a country pop singer songwriter who rele- recently released what might be your song of the summer and just your general song for good times all around. The track is entitled "Ashalala." The artist, my guest, is Bree. Taylor. How's it going today, Bree? Good, good. How are you? Having myself a beautiful day, even better because I get to talk about my favorite thing. Music. Yes, love that. Yeah, I love the energy right off the start. I have a feeling like this is going to be a good time. I'm excited yeah. to jump on into things. How about yourself? Me too. I'm so excited. Perfect. Perfect. So of course, we mentioned the new the latest single Sha La La has been out for a little while now. People have been grooving out to it, having a good time. But of course, for that to happen, it has to start somewhere. So take us behind this song. Where did it begin? So this song kind of was very intentionally written by myself and my producer. And then we kind of brought our co-writer Bobby John on as well, who is really close with my producer, Murray Daigle. And Murray and I have been working together for the last couple of years, and he just really knows me and my music, my vision and my voice and what I'm really trying to do. And he really wanted me to do something that was a little outside my comfort zone, writing more upbeat, fun, carefree songs are not the easiest for me as I'm a very emotional person. So a lot of my music tends to be more of that emotionally driven type stuff. So for just writing those carefree ones, it's a little more challenging. So he was like, I really think that that's something you should add to your repertoire for your album. And that's kind of where we got the idea for Shalala. And we wanted to kind of play off that idea of Van Morrison's song, Brown Eyed Girl and the Shalala's in that song. And how, you know, when you're just sitting around the campfire and having those fun summer moments with your friends and family and just gathering with everybody. And we really wanted something to be like a sing-along vibe for people that they could, you know, sing along to, dance to, and just get that like hooky earworm kind of part of the chorus in there. So people wanted to listen to it over and over again. And that's kind of how it was created. And uh, not, not as many people remember the hook of the Shalala's in there. That's kind of where we kind of played on it and, you know, made it our own. And I also wanted it to be really positive and, uh, you know, something that people could get on board with in terms of, you know, escaping the, the day-to-day lives we've all been through so much the last couple of years. Why not just escape for a couple of minutes into a song? Oh, it's exactly that, right? And that's part of the beautiful thing of music, is I like to say that music is magic, and part of that magic is it can, like a song can completely change your mood or otherwise. And I mean, like you also mentioned, after the last two years, people need some good vibes. 100%. Uh, So of course, you also said you challenged yourself a little bit there to... uh, write maybe a little bit more of a fun song. So, I mean, after like maybe a little bit of a challenge, after it's all said and done, is this something that maybe you could see yourself doing again in the future? Oh, totally. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's amazing. Like, I mean, I have my songs Turn It Up and Burning Bridges, which are a little bit more on the carefree end of it. True. But, you know, I, it was, uh, those were, again, I had a lot of great co-writers with those those songs there. And Burning Bridges for me was a little bit more of like, I wanted the idea of karma involved in it. And I had a lot more of a vision with that song uh, than I did with Shalala. So Shalala was really much Murray pushing me to kind of get outside my comfort zone and him bringing some ideas to the table. So I definitely have to give credit where credit's due there for him because the song definitely wouldn't be what it is without him. Well, and it's always uh, good to have a good producer too, because having a refined set of ears can 
allow, like maybe they hear something in you that you don't. So for him to push you to do exactly that, knowing that like, no, you can do this girl. Like, come on, just write the song. We're going to make it. It's going to be a hit. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And he's, he knows me so well at this point. We have a really open dialogue with each other, especially when it comes to my vision for my music. So He's, he's really good at bringing something to the table, knowing that what I want already without me being like, yeah, no, that's not for me. Like I really don't have those moments with him. So that good chemistry with a producer is definitely really invaluable as an artist for sure. Mm-hmm. 100%. And of course you guys made a fantastic single. It's got some good vibes. Like I mentioned, some good energy. It's been out since uh, May 20th, 2022 here. So about like two and a half months, maybe, maybe just a little underneath that. So what has the reception been like for this track? Uh, It's been really good. Everybody's been really loving it. It's been, like you said, good vibes. Everybody's really been enjoying the sing-along part of it and getting on board. And, you know, those summer moments, which uh, even a couple of my fans and myself included have relived being like, uh, sunburnt shoulder, like the red burnt sunburnt shoulders in the tank top pattern. Like I literally had one of my fans who put, sent me a video of her and she was red as a tomato and had the tank top lines. And I was just like, you know what? Those classic moments are exactly what we wanted to put into the song because those are things that are memorable things that you have happened to you throughout the summertime. And we just wanted to really capitalize on, you know, those amazing fun memories that you have throughout the summer, you know, putting your beers up in the air and just cheersing and having a good time and, and spending good time with good people. Mm-hmm. 100%. 100%. And it looks like that's also a sort of the idea behind the music video that you released a little more recently, I believe, July 19th. So that's been out for a couple of weeks now. Definitely some good of feelings there, some good times, sometimes on the beach, some live shows, like you mentioned, some singing along. Take us uh, behind what the shoot was like for this music video. It was a lot of fun. I actually did them on two separate shoots. So back in May, I went down for my birthday to California, which is one of my favorite places in Malibu. And my videographer was in town and we were like, Hey, let's shoot something on the beach to have those beach vibes for the song while I'm out here, since I had that opportunity. So we shot that first and we kind of were maybe going to release it as a lyric video. But then I was like, really, cause I was really trying to get some other things going on with the music video and, you know, things didn't pan out the way we wanted to. So I had a plan A, B and a C for how we were going to release this video. So then we ended up having a little bit of like, you know, the reason why it was a little delayed was weather issues for the actual shoot with all of the people that we had, the gathering that we did, the bonfire party and the drinking party and the shotgunning beers and the, the group stuff. So that was a little bit harder, just one scheduling everybody um, with everyone's crazy schedules, the location, and then of course, Ontario weather, which is why I usually love shooting in California because they have such beautiful weather that West Coast vibes. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was genuine friends and family that came out to support me. And then we had the band, the boneheads, which is another kind of a folky blues band that I connected with at the Marty awards back in May. They became really big fans of my music and I became fans of them as well. And just, they're just great guys and very supportive. And they were like, yeah, we'll come out and be your band in the video. So I was like, let's, you know, collaborate together. And I love supporting other artists as well. And they're just solid dudes. So I was like, yeah, this is fun. And it was a really great time. Hey, it looked it looked like it was a good time from uh, what you can see inside of the video for sure. Amazing track all around. And I'm sure that uh, some people have had the opportunity to uh, feel the groove of it in the live setting. Specifically, you used uh, the words earlier, um, cheers and beers in some wave or format, which also happens to be 
the name of a little bit of a charity show that you uh, did back at the start of June there. So take us a little bit behind, A, what was it like to play this new track in front of some actual live fans? And B, take us behind Cheers and Beers. Yes, I'm so excited about Cheers and Beers and how well it did at our first concert series. And we did so amazing on that first show that they, um, the venue, the rec room, uh, wants us back already. So we will be back in the fall. So we do have a date that will be announced soon uh, so that we can get that out, out and running so people can get excited for that again. And I loved the fact that I wanted to partner with a charity because I want to give back as an artist as well. You know, especially in the last couple of years, we've all been struggling especially with inflation rates currently. So the fact that I partnered with a charity was very specific in wanting someone you know, that, that was helping to feed the hungry, feeding children specifically and families that really just needed to put food on the table. So Kids Against Hunger Canada is really great. And the company TenFed, which I partnered with for my recent merch uh, line for Shalala that says, get your beers up. So you can, anyone wants uh, to get a t-shirt can purchase that on my website. Uh, they're $30 and you are feeding 10 people or providing 10 meals with each t-shirt that is sold. And the same thing was the same for the concert. We donated money to feed 10 people and provide 10 meals for every ticket sold. And we're going to continue with that. I really love the charity. I love the movement and the meaning behind it. And I really think it's a big cause that's really close to my heart. Although I do have other causes too, that I really care about philanthropically. It's very important to me to give back but that was my first kind of attempt. And I organized the show from start to finish all by myself. It was a lot of work, a lot of literal blood, sweat and tears went into it, but I feel like it was really worth it. And performing again on a stage was absolutely amazing. The sound team at the rec room are incredible. The venue is incredible. So it was great to kind of bring some more awareness to the space there because all the venues have also suffered the last couple of years being closed in lockdowns and all of that. So it was really great to kind of, you know, mutually help each other out. And uh, all around, it was a really great time. And I'm going to be posting a highlight reel video very, very soon. I know my videographer has been extremely busy, but we are going to get that together. He was there filming, thankfully, that day. So we'll have the performance stuff and we'll have like a highlight of the overall event too. Oh, my goodness. So uh, it's quite a bit of content still on the way that people should uh, be keeping their eyes out for then. Oh, definitely. I'm just certain we're getting back into the swing of things. It's only the beginning. There's a lot of things upcoming with a new single and my album coming out in the fall. Fingers crossed that all stays good on track for that. I am having a couple meetings about that too. So I'm like hoping that things kind of can go in a good direction, maybe even better than what I'm currently planning. So we are really excited for all of that to come together finally. Hey, absolutely. And I just sort of uh, want to take the time to shout out is like, even though you say there's other fill of that, ah, totally butchering <laughs> the word. Either way, even though you say that there's other like charitable causes, there we go that you want to work towards. I mean, like feeding like 10 meals for each ticket and otherwise and continuing to do is like, I'd say pretty solid already. So, you know, it's as much as you want to say, I want to do more. I You've already done quite a bit. <laughs> Thank you so much. I mean, one other thing, like I know, I, I don't know how much everyone listening might know, but I'm I'm really a big advocate for mental health. And I'm also, I've been a little more vocal recently about the fact that I am a hearing impaired artist who wears hearing aids. And I haven't, I've always kept that kind of quiet, but I've been feeling like that's something that I really want to speak up more about because I was literally told in my teens that I would most likely almost be next to impossible to have a music career. And so I'm living proof that you can achieve your dreams and go after something and no matter what the circumstances or odds are that are against you. And you can always rise above anything anyone tells you. And I'm the first person that if you tell me no, I'm going to prove you wrong. 
And that's just, I'm living proof of that. So I really want to be more vocal about sharing my story to help inspire others, but also to bring awareness to situations like that, because I wasn't born deaf, but I did have some doctors that did bad surgeries on my ears that made this happen for me and was an unfortunate situation. So, you know, there's always different things that are going on, but no matter what goes on in your life, you can always go after your dreams and make it happen for yourself. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I had no idea about this. So like, clearly I should have done better research. But <laughs> I'm still putting it out there though. That's the thing. It's like, I don't even blame you because I've just been kind of more and more starting to talk about it. And it was because most, I, I used to think it was going to be a negative stigma against me as an artist. If I shared that piece of information, you know, on the industry side of it, but I'm realizing, you know what, F that I'm just going to, yeah, I'm all about being unapologetic. So that's a part of who I am. And it's a part of my story. So why not share that and help inspire others? Right. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you've already like, I mean, at the intro of the show, we listed how many different things <laughs> you've been able to accomplish, like CBC Top 100, award winning, charting artists. And it's like you mentioned this with all of these challenges and like a challenge, as you say, that people said, like, how are you going to be able to do this one thing that you love where the thing that you need for that might not be like what you need it to be, but you powered through, you were strong enough, you wanted this enough, you were dedicated enough that this setback just like, that's absolutely incredible. And I thank you for sharing that. Thank you. I'm really like, that's exactly why I want to talk about it more. And I've been more open about sharing that piece of my story because of exactly what you said, because more, a lot of people don't realize too, that it almost makes it I don't want to say it makes what I've accomplished more impressive or anything like that. But, you know, the fact that like, I'm not, I don't use my disability as a crutch. I don't even look at it as a disability per se. It's just who I am. I just happen to have to wear hearing aids to be able to hear properly. But part of getting my hearing aids was a huge part of my journey. And the reason why I'm able to, I think, have the music career that I do, because growing up when I was younger, even though I had this dream of singing and I always wanted to pursue music. I was this little turtle in a shell that was very introverted and closed off. And I had this really big voice. And a lot of my vocal teachers would always tell me, you know, you have this big voice. Why are you like hiding behind this, this, this image of yourself? And it took a lot for me to come out of that shell and to find my confidence in myself and be able to just embrace the big voice that I have as a singer and get comfortable in that. And I, I'm just so happy that I had amazing teachers around me and people that that saw that and encouraged it and fostered that within me that I was able to, you know, once I overcame those personal challenges, I could really embrace it and become who I am. And I still feel like I'm at the cusp of who I am as an artist and a vocalist. And I'm constantly trying to challenge myself. And part of that is doing all these other things like giving back, creating a concert and performance opportunities for other artists like myself, because it's been tough, right? Like it's been hard for artists to get shows. And you know what? I was not going to sit here and not be able to perform, especially a single like Shalala which is meant for a live audience. And the energy of a live audience is like where I feed off of that in, in that live setting. So I wanted to be able to have those opportunities and make it happen for myself, even if the industry wasn't going to give them to me. So I'm not someone who's just going to sit back and look for a handout. I'm going to go out and make my own opportunities. So that's what I'm all about. Hey, hey, blazing your own path. It's, it's like I said, absolutely incredible. It stands to show to just your dedication and otherwise, and you. you continue to push forward. And part of pushing forward is earlier, you may have said something about maybe there's an album maybe in the future. Or something. <laughs> I, maybe I wasn't listening properly, but yeah. what, what can you potentially tell us about an upcoming project without giving away too much? 
Yeah. So, um, I have been a little bit, I've been in some circumstances, letting people know the title of the album, which is called Dauntless, which is a very representation of myself and the transformation that I feel I've gone through as a person and as an artist over the last several years of my career. And I just feel like as a debut country album for myself, it's really something that embodies who I've become. And I just love the word so much. I've got it tattooed actually on my arm now. It's just part of me. My first EP was kind of more in my pop days where I felt, you know, everyone was telling me I couldn't do it. I called it unbreakable because you're not, no one was going to break me and tear me down. And that was one chapter of my life. And now I feel like Dauntless is the next chapter. And I'm excited to get this out into the world for everybody to finally have in their hands and enjoy and have a physical album for the first time. I've never actually printed albums before. So I'm really excited about that. And so I'm aiming for the fall this fall, but you know, it, it might have to get pushed because apparently getting vinyl printed is a very timely process and people are very backed up. So we will see how that goes. Yeah, I've uh, heard of this issue. A lot of people seem to blame one individual in specifics, but I mean, like, I'm sure there's other factors inside of it. Either way, vinyl on the way. In order to stay up to date with uh, when that's going to come your way, plus a new album, you should probably be going and following Brie Taylor on your favorite social media platform, right? Totally. I think everybody should follow me on my Instagram is Brie Taylor Official. Same for my Facebook and my TikTok. And my website's BrieTaylor.com. That's spelled B-R-E-E for those who don't know how the spelling is, because I know I get Brie like the cheese all the time and it's not. So spelling counts on the internet. <laughs> um, and yeah, you can go check out all the things and you can go on my website to buy a Cheers and Beers t-shirt, which says, get your beers up shalala on it and it's a really cool graphic i had a really awesome graphic designer make a really sweet graphic design out of that so it looks really really cool and you're feeding 10 meals to people in need uh so children and families so it's a really great cause hey, a really great cause indeed go on help out with this go on and help get these uh streaming numbers boosted up for brie taylor as well give her a follow give her some love because she's got more music coming your way Bree, we're going to talk a little bit about you personally, your growth and otherwise here. Is that okay with you? Yeah, totally. Perfect. Perfect. All right. So one thing that I would love to uh, know here is what is something that you're grateful for? I am grateful for probably everything that has come in my way on my path and my journey to becoming the person that I am today. And even the negative things, I'm always somebody who tries to find the silver lining in a bad situation and take a positive away from a negative thing, regardless of what it might have done to me in the moment or how upset I was or angry I was in, in a situation. I've gone through a lot in terms of a spiritual journey for myself the last few years, especially and done a lot of forgiveness work for people from my past because I mean, I was bullied really bad in school. I went through a lot of stuff and it's just been a lot for me. But instead of looking at those and being bitter and, and, and holding any kind of negativity or resentment towards any of it, I just look at it as, you know, it made me who I am today. So I'm just truly grateful for everything good and bad that has ever happened to me. My hearing disability, you know, obviously that's made things harder, but it, it's a part of me. It's a part of my story. And maybe I wouldn't have worked as hard for what I'm at, what I've worked towards right now, or where be where I am right now without that. So I can't. I really believe that everything's meant to to be as it should, and everything happens as it should. So it all works out in the end, and we're all on a path on our own journey. And that's what's meant for me is what what is meant for me, and what's meant for someone else is what's meant for them. So I'm just grateful for everything and anything that's happened and got me to where I'm at. Hey, I love that answer. Thank you so very much. And of course, we've been talking about uh 
this upcoming this new single and a little bit of about an upcoming album so of course there's a process that goes into crafting these things it takes time and through time we as people grow and otherwise so what i would like to know is through the process of crafting this upcoming album dauntless how has that process helped you to grow as a person or what has it taught you about yourself Hmm. Well, I definitely feel like I'm challenging myself with every song that I create and every piece of creation that I do from, you know, whether it's just content online or a music video, I'm always trying to level things up and and grow and be bigger and better. Um, With Kryptonite, we did a very CGI based music video. I want to always be outside the box. I don't want to be like anybody else. I always want to be myself, but be also a little bit different and left of center. So I feel like just constantly being in this industry is challenging me to grow and I'm challenging myself to grow and through going through all of these moments and and milestones, it's a, it's a growth process. So I don't know if there's really a distinctive answer for that, but I know that creating this album, it's every song is a piece of me and and a different version of me, whether it's that light fun, you know, fun side of myself, like Shalala, or whether it's kryptonite where I'm being you know, in a bad situation with a guy and in my dating life, or if it's burning bridges and I'm trying to get rid of some of my karma feelings about people in the world, you know, it's always, and cry, you know, my song cry means so much to me. It's very much like my mental health song about, you know, it's okay to not be okay. Sometimes all of that is, or they're little pieces of me. And this album is a chapter of my life and the, the hard, tough times that I've gone through to get to where I'm at. And that's, that's kind of why I've, I've titled it Dauntless because I feel like it's just my resilience, my strength, my boldness, becoming unapologetic, being really comfortable in who I am and coming into my own and really knowing myself. So that's kind of what this, this album embodies and what every chapter, which would be every song is a chapter in my opinion, because it's kind of, you know, each piece has kind of taken time to create itself. That's kind of what, what it's come to be. And, and I'm really excited about it. Ooh, well, I'm I'm excited to hear the rest of it too. Then, and uh, I'm also very excited to see where this strength, where this uh, confidence, continues to carry you into the future as well. Thank you so much. I'm really excited too. I really have some things for next year. I hope I can tour next year. I'm just, I really, I'm excited that live music is back and I can get back to it and and hopefully tour the album. Hey, hopefully, hopefully, and hopefully, you know, me and some of the people listening to this interview can find ourselves in a Brie Taylor crowd singing along. Shalala. Yes, awesome. I would love that. Uh, and I have loved this interview. Brie, thank you so very much for joining us here today. Thank you so much for having me. This was a great conversation. And I hope everyone enjoyed and took something away from this as well. And uh, yeah, thank you guys all for listening. Yes, my ambush, if you're trying to get that last little bit of your summer, trying to squeeze the last little bit of that sunshine season, then Sha La La by Brie Taylor might be the perfect track to do that along too as you get those last campfires heading into this fall season. And you can find Sha La La over on your favorite music streaming service. You can find Brie Taylor over on your favorite social media platform so you can stay up to date with everything going on in her world, upcoming music, concert dates, all of that fun stuff. So you know, that's what it's about. Having a good time along this ride, right? 
right? And I need to thank Abria one last time for joining us here on today's episode of the DTP. I have to thank Eric Alper for helping with setting up this conversation. The audio wizard, a German from YPEditor.com for making everything sound so good. And you, the Am Bush, if you've yet to join up with the Am, it's as easy as subscribing to the show. You can also help us by sharing this interview, giving us a five-star review, and by heading to our web store, which is DesertTiger.shop. The best part, looking is free. If you decide to pick up something from there, well, uh, thank you. Very, very much thank you. You can go ahead and see me, the Colton G. I'm going to be at the Canadian Country Music Awards. Yes. So if you're in Calgary, hit me up. Let's do something. Let's uh go sing some karaoke or just have a good time at like, you know, one of the showcases and get down, boot scoot and boogie and all of that good shit. Yeah, the CCM haze. It's going to be a time. And now we leave you with this. Go out, find your roar, and then let it out into the world for you are a mighty tiger. Don't you ever forget this fact, my friend. And until next time, I am the Colton G. This is the DTP. I'm going to catch you on the next one. Bye-bye. The Desert Tiger Podcast.